Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast, where your purpose is just moments away, and I'm here to help you get there. All right, y'all, so I know last week we did not have an episode, but we're back, okay? We're back with another episode, and today we'll be talking with the most lovely and beautiful Miss Destiny Marie of Black Women Feel Pain Too. So, let's go ahead and hop into it. So, who is Destiny Marie? Who is Destiny Marie? That is a really good question. Like, I was thinking about that and trying to process, like, how do I, you know, explain myself? But I'm 27. I was born in South Carolina, raised in Tennessee. Okay. I've been in Florida for five years now, Tallahassee two years. Okay. Um, The original purpose when I moved to Tallahassee was to go back to school to get my master's degree. Trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for grad school, so grad school is kind of on on hold right now. Um, I've worked in the medical field for the last seven years, the medical field and public health and education is kind of like my thing. Okay. So that's where my like scope of practice and my background is in. It's primarily in healthcare. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So when you reached out to me, I was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And I was very intrigued because, you know, the things that you talk about aren't really talked about in Mm -hmm. our community so that's why I'm glad we're here today so thank you so much for joining us so the next question is why did you start black women feel pain too I was diagnosed with endometriosis in 2019 I was diagnosed with PMDD in 2021 okay when I first got my endometriosis diagnosis I was a hot mess yeah you know just trying to Honestly, and I, it's still something that I'm still processing. Sure. It's, it's a chronic illness, so every day is yeah. a struggle. Yeah. Um, so for the first year and a half, I was a hot emotional mess yeah. trying to figure out my coping mechanism, trying to find my happy place, trying to find you know some sort of avenue, some sort of outlet that I can relate to. Yeah. I was doing a whole bunch of research, a yeah. ton of research on As endometriosis, yeah. a whole bunch of research on the PMDD. And I was finding information and I was finding blogs and YouTube channels and social media platforms for endometriosis support groups, PMDD support groups, research and all this other stuff. But I wanted to hear stories from other black women. Mm. And I wasn't getting that. Okay. You know, I was listening to the the white women and the Asian women and everybody else talk about their conditions. But not us. Right. And I was listening to it because, you know, all of our pain is valid. Right. All of our pain is valid. However, diseases manifest themselves differently based off of, you know, your genetic makeup and DNA. And I just wanted to hear how other black women were dealing with their conditions. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind, can you please explain endometriosis mm-hmm. and PMDD? So endometriosis is a chronic disease. Um, it's actually considered in the top 20 most painful diseases. Mm. Yes. So it is um, a gynecological issue. So basically the lining of my uterus, that tissue, it grows outside of the uterus. Okay. So ladies can have endometriosis in their ovaries, on their uterus, on their cervix. It can either um, attach to the bowels. It can travel all the way up to the diaphragm. Yeah. Some ladies have um, endometriosis in their lungs, and it's even been found in the brain. Oh, wow. Now that I didn't know. Right. And not too many people even know what endometriosis is. Right. And so what causes the pain with endometriosis 
endometriosis is that tissue is still active. Okay. So every month when it's time to menstruate, you know, I have all of this extra tissue and extra places that it's not supposed to be that's doing technically what it's supposed to do. Right. But it has no way of releasing. Right. It has no way of, like, that blood has no way of coming out. exiting. Oh, So wow. it irritates those organs. It irritates, you know, whatever it's binding to, which causes, yeah. you know, that chronic pain. Yeah. So, like, with me, I have a lot of sciatic pain. I have a lot of back pain. Um, I just have a lot of pelvic pain in general, and that's primarily where, like, the right. endometriosis is, and it causes me yeah. the pain. Now, PMDD is not necessarily a gynecological issue, okay. but it is dependent on my hormones. Okay. So, basically, PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, I like to call it, I go crazy every month before my period. Okay. So that's okay. Just basically how yeah. I like to describe it, because it is, like... PMS on steroids. Okay. So you have PMS, PMS on this end of the spectrum, and PMDD is literally side. the complete opposite. Ooh, okay. So, yes, you have the hormones, yeah. the mood swings, but mine's is more rage. Okay. And depression and feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. And I can't focus. It's a lot of different things that people don't really think. Think about. That, yeah, mm-hmm. and not every woman PMSs. Yeah. And even less, less women have PMDD, mm. which is actually considered a mental illness because women with PMDD, the highs and lows, some yeah. women end up becoming suicidal. Mm. And actually one in four me- women with PMDD, they attempt suicide. Now, you just said a whole mouthful right there. Yes. I, I'm mind blown because, yes. and I would say too, like growing up and just being women, we know we, and black women at that, we never really hear about endometriosis mm-hmm. or we never really hear about PMDD because I even know growing up like that time of the month was horrible for mm-hmm. me like it got to the point to where I would be like okay like I gotta go to the doctor like I gotta figure out what's going on and um I just remember that my auntie told me she's like yeah because you know endometriosis runs in the family and I'm like what what do you mean it runs in the family but I remember my doctor told me, he was like, I mean, you can make the bad cramps go away, you know, if you have a kid or you start birth control. And I'm just like, but that should not be an option for bad cramps. It should not be an option. But I know, remember, like, in high school, I took the medicine anyway because at some point I was like, yeah, I just, I just got to get through the month. But that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I did not, I did not know that. And that's kind of how I started. I knew, even, I started my period in the seventh grade, Christmas Day. Yeah. (laughs) Seventh grade year. Um... And from the beginning, I've always had really awful cramps and really awful menstrual cycles and a lot of side effects, a lot of nausea, a lot of pain. Yeah, that was me. um, Headaches, fatigue out of this world. And then the only thing I really knew about was birth control. Mm -hmm. I didn't know endometriosis was a thing until I think I was in college. Oh, wow. I I had never heard of it. Yeah. And and PMDD, I never heard of it until I talked to my doctor, like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And so my thing junior year when things really started to get worse because that yeah. was the year that things really like I knew like something something was not off. right yeah. and I was like okay well I'm just gonna go get on birth control because that's you know that's what birth control is for right? right you know it's either stopping you from getting pregnant or it's helping you with that cramps. right and so I was on birth control for about 10 years mm. all together yeah and so now I like completely reject birth control I don't want any sort of like yeah pharmaceutical nothing zero because birth control it has long-term effects yes and it's not really good or healthy for women's bodies no so i kind of now just 
deal with the pain holistically. Yeah, holistically, yeah. And just try and do my best yeah, to that's make me it a real. hot towel and, you know, herbs and tea. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. I have <laughs> three heating pads. Yeah, see? That's definitely, and I think it got to the point to where, especially like in school, like I would have to take a day or two off. And in college too, I'd have to take a day or two off just mm-hmm. to kind of like, ooh, like woosah, like, you know, and then, you know, once you get through those first two days, like, okay, I can do the three, next three or four. So, but yeah, but it's, but it's, it's something that, like I said in the beginning, like we don't talk about. Right. It's something that, okay, you're a woman, that's what you go through. It is what right. it is. Keep moving. Right. And that kind of goes back to why I even started my blog, because one, bringing awareness to yeah. these two conditions, because not too many people, I can even talk to women today, and I have, like, in 2022, what's endometriosis? Hmm. You know, and a lot of people don't, and know. a lot of people don't know. So one is bringing awareness to it, and then two is shining a light that hey, this disease manifests itself differently, and you know, in black yeah. women, and we should be able to have a voice and say, one, we need to stop this stigma that talking about your period and talking about our uterus yes. is taboo. It's, just, it's taboo, yeah. Like for what we menstruate, you know, that's what we, we didn't know. ask for this. <laughs> We didn't ask for this. This yeah. is something that we do. So, and that's a big part about it. Like, we need to stop this this no, taboo that I, totally I can't talk about my uterus and I can't talk about my issues yeah. that are surrounding my menstrual cycle. Yeah, because it's real and we deal with it every day. Like, yeah, we deal with it every day. And I think that's what it was for me. When I remember when I got pregnant, I was like, oh my God, like, now I'm going to have to share, like, everything like when this last time you did this last time you did that and I'm just like yeah I'm not used to right talking about this. right but with my OB it was like okay like you gotta you gotta tell and I'm like all right fine <laughs> but even when I told him I just like yeah because I had really bad bad pain mm-hmm. but now since I've had my son I haven't really had it that much but oh my god that's just it's crazy uh, so my next question is, how do we combat racial disparities in the healthcare system as black women? Advocate for yourself. Okay. That is one of my biggest things. You know, healthcare providers, they have their education, they have their training, they right. have their, their resources. However, they're not you. Okay. You know your body more right. than anybody they know else. Yeah, they know and so my thing is, if you feel as though you're not being listened to, if you feel as though your treatment isn't correct, if you feel as though something is still wrong, you need to speak up. Yeah. You need to speak up. And that's one of the issues with endometriosis because women, we think, okay, we, you know, it's just a bad period or it's just some bad cramps or with PMDD, oh, I'm just, I'm just PMSing, you know, yeah. but no, it's something serious, something is wrong. Yeah. And you need to be able to speak up for yourself and yeah. you need to be able to describe your pain. Yeah. You need to be able to tell X, Y, and Z and A, B, and C of what's going on. Yeah. And so that's my biggest thing. And that kind of goes into the black women feel pain, too, is because yeah. we have to advocate for ourselves. Yeah. We have to not be afraid to go to the doctors. And we also yeah. have not to be afraid to tell the truth mm-hmm. when we go to the doctors. You need to explain all of your pain. Yeah. And you need to be able to describe what's going on. And if you don't feel like you're being listened to, if you feel like you're you're being profiled or you're being discriminated against, yeah. there's nothing wrong with leaving the doctor's appointment. Yes. You can get up and you can walk out. And just say, yeah, thank you for your service. Hello. I'm going to go find Yeah. I'm and there's nothing wrong someone. with telling your provider, hey, I don't think your line of questioning is yeah. corresponding to well, what, what, I'm, what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's not it. And it's I, your health. And I think that's the thing, too. As black women, it's more like, okay, we're strong, we're independent, mm-hmm. but we don't know how to say when something is wrong. Right. We don't know how to say, I'm not feeling myself right now. I'm not feeling like myself mentally or whatever the case may be. And I know that for me, that's how it was with me. Like, when I was, because I was scared to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, now how am I about to go in this doctor's office? I think I was like, eight, like 18 or 19. How am I going to go in here and say, yo, doc, like, when I do this every month, it's, I don't think it's feeling how it's normally supposed to feel. Right. And luckily, she was a woman, so, like, she understood what I, where I was coming from. And she just was like, yeah, she just was like, most, you know, black women, they feel that type of pain, but they never say anything. Mm-hmm. They just come in here and get their regular checkup, and I say, hey, what's wrong? Is there anything else that's bothering you? And they just write off and say no. And then right. they get in their 30s and 40s, and they're having kids. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're having issues with mm-hmm. having kids. And it's something that, you know, could have been, stopped way before you right. got to the point of where you wanted right. to have children so no I totally agree like you do have to advocate for yourself mm-hmm. because if you don't it's going to show up later on right or it's going to show up in a way that you didn't want it to right show. right and that's what happens with endometriosis like on average it takes women seven to ten years to get diagnosed with endometriosis mm. number one the only way to be diagnosed with endometriosis is through surgery mm. which you know we have problems with health insurance and then there's the disparities with that you know right. health insurance and then the demographics with right. you know public health that's a whole issue, a whole issue within its itself own. yeah but part of the problem is people don't know and people aren't aware and people aren't educating themselves like, yeah it should, you know, it should be on me to say, hey, doc, you know, this is happening. But it also should be on the doctor. Okay, well, these are the things you need to look for. This is what a healthy menstrual cycle should be. And this is exactly. what an abnormal menstrual cycle should be. Exactly. So it, it kind of plays, you know, both. We also need to advocate for ourselves, but everybody needs to be educated. Yes. And that's also where it starts, too. People need to be aware and people yeah. need to know what are the signs of endometriosis, what yeah. are the signs of PMDD, yes. what's a normal period, what's PMS. Yeah, and, and this thing is like, especially like we get taught about that in like what, middle school mm-hmm. per se. And by the time we get it and we're in high school, like we don't remember half of the things of what you told us mm-hmm. in middle school or in that class about what being a woman is going to feel like right. after I turn 13 or 14. Right. So, no, I totally agree. And I feel like, once again, we can't make it taboo. It has to be something that's open and mm-hmm. honest that you have to talk about with these young ladies because they don't know. Right. And then we're at our age now where we're just figuring out, like, well, dog, I wish I remember this when I was. When 10 years ago. 10 years when ago. When it started. When that, it started. So you know. then in your mind, you're not feeling like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So, no, I totally agree. I feel like as a system, as a community, we do have to do a better job of making sure that as a community that we're prepared for these things like this and just making it easy and open for everyone to talk about it and to get the help. No, I totally agree. So as you know, my podcast is all about purpose. Yes. This is one of my favorite questions. I love to ask people. So (laughs) do you feel like you're pursuing your purpose? If so, how? Mm -hmm. And if not, why? I definitely feel like I am entering a new era. Mm. I feel like things are evolving. Things are changing when I first started my blog I remember sitting in my office I was sitting at my computer desk and I was in excruciating pain yeah I can remember if my period was on or if it was about to start but I know I was in I was in tremendous pain yeah and that's my endometriosis is really one of the only times where I question God okay and 
ever since the diagnosis, like I would be either be in pain or I'll be yeah. nauseous or something will be happening. Yeah. And I'd be like, God, why did you yeah. give me this awful disease? Like, Lord, why me? Why me? Yeah. Why me? Why me? And I've said it so many times. And so the last time I said I was sitting in my office and I was in pain and I was like, Lord, why did you give this disease to me? Like, mm-hmm. what, like what is this? Yeah. And then I prayed and then I was like, I'm going to start a blog. Boom. And it just, and it went, and it went from there, and it's kind of evolved into, like, there's things that I want to do, like, I want to go out, and I want to mentor young girls and women about what a healthy menstrual cycle should be like. Yeah. I want to make sure everybody has, you know, their feminine hygiene products. It should be available to everybody. Everybody, And I also want to make sure that we tackle this stigma of discussing our menstrual cycles. So I definitely feel like this was placed yeah on me yeah and even before I launched my website I prayed again and I was like Lord this is yours Mm -hmm. whatever you see black women feel pain too like go ahead and do it and just let me be the vessel that like makes it happen yeah so I definitely feel like I'm I'm entering into a new era I'm doing something that I never thought I really would be doing yeah because I'm such a private person yeah like I'm same. extremely private like I have no problem you know kicking in I might share yeah, a little bit a little of song a song. right yeah bit, the whole details you know, you know. All of that. <laughs> but then to talk about my health yeah that's, that's, that's something different. completely different yeah and originally when I started I didn't want to use my name mm. I didn't want to use my picture mm. I didn't want to do anything I wanted to have this blog yeah. I was going to have a pen name I was going to use a whole bunch of other pictures it wasn't going to be me but the more I started thinking about what I wanted to do, I was like, there's no, no way, way. Mm-hmm. that people are not going to know my name and people are not going to see my face. Yeah. And so I had to get over putting myself out there. Okay. And and opening up. So okay. I can type these blog posts up and I can say what I want to say and right. I can post it. But it's like, don't really come like. Yeah, don't come face to face. Like, like, don't don't. say nothing to me. Don't really. Don't say nothing to me. Don't, like, but I have to, I have to get over that. Because this, this, all of this is a lot greater than just me. Yeah, and I would also say, too, like, when you were saying that you were praying God and asking, okay, why me, why me, why me? But the bigger question is, why not you? Right. That's the bigger question, right? Because think about it. If he didn't put that in you, right, if he didn't give you endometriosis or maybe it could have been something else but who's to say that if he didn't give that to you that mm-hmm. you would be sitting there right now right that you would be so passionate about it that you're like i gotta go for it right i gotta go for it i gotta put my name out there and then the fact is that you're getting over the fact that I you know. have to put yourself <laughs> out there right so i always think about things like that as in like okay god well i'm questioning it right but where's the lesson in it Right. What are What are you trying to pull out of me? What are you trying to teach me? Mm-hmm. To where even if someone came up to me and asked me about it right now, I wouldn't be nervous about it. Right. I would be an open book, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to look at it as it's your testimony. Right. It's a piece of it. It's a part of it, right? Because you're using this part right now to write the rest of your story. Mm-hmm. It's setting you up for something that's going. I know. You know, <laughs> take you somewhere. I know, and I've thought and I've thought about that most definitely because that's why I said this is a lot bigger than me yeah you know even though it is a lot for me to be out here even just doing this and talking about it but i'm but i'm happy you're here but i know that 
the reward is going to be so beneficial. And yeah. it's not even going to be for me. Yeah. It's going to be for so many other young ladies. And that's yes. really my focus because yes. it starts with the education and the awareness, but it starts at that preteen, teenage yes. years. Like, yes. We need to know as young girls, mm-hmm. this is what you should be looking out for. Right. This is what, you know, you should or should not be doing. You should or should not be using. Yeah. You know, these are avenues and these are tips that you can help, you know, to get through cramps or to get yeah. through your period they don't know they don't, know. They don't yeah. talk about it so I know that in the end the benefit and the reward is going to be great so yeah, slowly no. but surely I'm coming at, like coming out of the coming shell, shell yeah. with my blog but it's still it's a definitely a work in yeah, progress 100% and I would say too that's how I felt about the podcast too because I was like Okay, God, for one, <laughs> who is going to listen to me, right? right? Who is going to listen to me? Who is really going to hone in to what I feel like you're telling me to say? But the more that I did it, it was like, well, at the end of the day, my goal is if I only touch one person, right? Mm-hmm. So if my story can only touch one person, okay, I know I've done something. Now, if it goes beyond that, that's great, too. It's awesome. But if I just touch one person, right? So by you coming here today and telling your story, you don't know who this is about to touch. Yeah. You don't know who this is about to pour into or manifest itself in because maybe they needed this word from me today. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe they needed to say, well, dog. Something's wrong with me. Something was something like and something may be really wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And Destiny was able to pull that out of me just by coming to sit on the couch and just talk about something that right. hardly ever talked about. So as we get ready to wrap up, if you could leave our listeners, our viewers with anything. What would you leave them with? Take care of yourself. Mm. First and foremost, like if you feel like something is wrong, if you think yeah. something is wrong, if you have any sort of feeling that something is wrong, yeah. you need to go to the doctors. And you need to be honest. You need to tell the truth. Yeah. You need to be aware of this is how I'm feeling yeah. around this time or when I do X, Y, and Z. This happens. Sure. You need to take care of yourself because you only have one body and you only have one life. That's yeah, true. You know, you don't want to get it like with endometriosis or with fibroids or PCOS or anything. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get it to the point where now I can't have kids and yep. I wanted to have kids all my life or now I've got to take my uterus out because everything is so, mm-hmm. you know, damaged and messed up that... Mm-hmm. You know, you can't I do it anymore. right. So yeah. that would be the biggest thing to take care of yourself, and then also just be sympathetic to other people, because you never know what other people are going through. People yeah. look at me and they think, you know, I'm happy and I'm fine, but I could be sitting here talking to you, and my insides are on fire. On fire right now, yeah. And I'm in so much pain. So just just be considerate, yeah. And definitely don't think that endometriosis is a bad period because it's definitely not. It's worse than that. It's way worse than a yeah. bad period. It's yeah. a chronic illness. Yeah. It is a chronic illness. Yeah, and I'm gonna just test to that. Yeah. Just take care of yourself. I feel like we're getting to a point in this new age where health is wealth, right? Mm -hmm. Your health is everything. And if you plan and you want to be around for as long as God will allow you to be around, make sure you take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And don't ignore the signs. Don't ignore the warnings. And I always think about health issues like that. Sometimes, you know, it's going to be a lifestyle change. You right. know, once you go and you get that diagnosis and they say, okay, you got to do X, Y, and Z to make mm-hmm. sure you're trying to, you know, you're keeping it under control. So don't look at it as like it's a burden or it's a bad thing. It's just something that's happening in your life right now, but it's how you handle it and how you go through it is what's going to 
push you to the right the next level, right? So no, I totally agree. So tell the people where to find you. Where yes. can they find Black Women Feel Pain yes, too? Yes, yes. So you can go to www.blackmenfeel Black Women Feel Pain too. That is my website. That is my blog. Um, IG, TikTok, and Pinterest all at Black Women Feel Pain too. I have a Facebook group okay. for women in general. And just because the name says Black Women Feel Pain Too, that does not okay. mean <laughs> that I am excluding everybody else yes. by no means at all. Like, I am bringing awareness to these medical conditions for everybody. Yes. You know, I'm just shedding a light that, you know, hey... You know we're 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 included into this. Right. Like black people, black women are included like into the endometriosis clinical studies yes. that I included into the PMDD clinical studies. Yes. So I'm just basically saying that you know we need to be included. We don't need to be ignored. Right. So just a little disclaimer. I'm not excluding yeah. anybody. Yeah. Um. But TikTok, IG, and Pinterest are all at Black Women Feel Pain Too. My Facebook group is Black Women Feel Pain Too. Um, there with the, my Facebook group, I'm really just looking for women like me, endometriosis, PMDD, yeah. PCOS, fibroid, cyst, Everything. whatever it is. If you need a safe space, if you need an avenue, if you need somebody to talk to, you need some advice, join my Facebook group because yeah. I'll definitely be there for you. And all the other ladies um, are there for you also. And then just to follow me and what I'm doing, you can follow my public Facebook page, which is at Destiny Marie. Awesome, well, Destiny, yes. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming <laughs> to tell your story. And I feel like that's the reason why I do this because I love telling stories. I love giving people an option or the platform to be able to be vulnerable about things that they normally wouldn't be vulnerable about. If yeah. any, you know, if an average person asks them. So, no, I really, really do appreciate you for taking the time to come out and speak with me about black women feel pain too, endometriosis and PMDD. Cause now you make me want to go do some, mm -hmm. some, you know, maybe want to yes. go do some research. Cause yes. I'm like, well, let me make sure, yes. you know. Yes. No, but once again, thank you so much yes, for coming and joining us here. Me. I'm so happy. Thank yes. you. <laughs> but until next time, this has been another amazing episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast. Where your purpose is just moments away, and I'm here to help you get there. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at You're Not Done Yet pod and me your host at it's andrea b and we will see you guys again next week all right bye